A man got a World War II mortar shell caught in his rectum. A substitute teacher was let go after bringing a karaoke machine to class. And a man dressed as a ninja, armed with a sword, attacks some police women in France. These are the weird stories for Monday, and they're weird because it's Weird AF News. Uh, This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a hot closet. Oh, it's hot, baby. It's hot. The closet is hot. The bomb squad was called after a man got a World War II mortar stuck up his bottom. I'm going to thank all of you who sent me this bomb-ass story. (laughs) Bomb-ass story. Hey. Oh, and they say butt play can be a blast, guys. Am I right? Hey. Ah, thank God the bomb squad got on it uh, before this guy blew up somebody's bathroom. Wow, the puns, Jonesy, they never end. That's right. A lot of puns coming. I'm dropping puns on you like a bomb. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this apparently is real. I read the title. I'm like, how does a guy get a World War II bomb stuck up his ass? <laughs> this just doesn't seem like it could happen. People have fetishes, though, guys. Some people have old school fetishes, World War II memorabilia fetishes, apparently. (laughs) You should have seen what he did with the submarine that washed up on the beach. Oh, boy. Okay, so a bomb squad was called to the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital. It's a tough word. Gloucestershire? Gloucestershire. Uh, A patient was admitted. Uh, This patient was very special. And this patient had a mortar shell from World War II stuck inside his rectum. I don't even know where you get one of those. But he got it. And uh, and he made sweet love to it. Uh, you know, that's what you do with a World War II mortar shell. You make sweet love to it. They're sexy ass. Did you see this bomb? It's sexy ass. It's going to need a lot of lube to make love to this thing. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's get some more details and find out how it happened. It says here, troops from the Explosive Disposal Regiment rushed over to the hospital. No doubt they had a big laugh when they arrived. They were notified by the police that a patient had, present, had presented them himself with a munition inside his rectum. A patient has presented himself with a, with a very antique munition inside his rectum. How do you even say that with a straight face? Now, it says here that the patient with the munition inside his bum-bum is a military enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, he's a military enthusiast, all right. He's very enthusiastic about antique military items. Uh, the man was a military enthusiast who found this old shell, apparently, while cleaning out. doesn't say what he was cleaning out. Cleaning out his buddy's rectum. <laughs> he, was, he finds the shell... He claims that he somehow tripped and fell onto this 57-millimeter bomb (laughs) and landed on it, and it went inside his rectum. Come on. Bro, what do you think? We just fell off the apple cart like we're going to buy this (laughs) this ruse? Yeah, yeah, you fell on it, sir. Sure. Sure. Look, this thing is so thick and huge. It takes effort and aim and a lot of pushing to get this inside you. You don't just fall on it. Wow, this guy thinks we're all morons. Oh, they always use the old tripped and fell excuse. Oh, I tripped and fell and it went inside me. <laughs> oh, I tripped and fell and put it in her. I, I really did. I fell. It just landed in her. <laughs> okay, how do you explain the pound of Vaseline that was found on the end of the shell? What about that? You just walk around with Vaseline and you're tushy. You're tushy. 
This is just, I can't. Oh, man. Well, this is what happens when there's a vegetable shortage. You get people putting, putting military munitions in their keisters. Right in the keister. Well, uh, big shout out to the bum disposal squad, the bum bomb disposal squad for coming in and doing a good job. Uh, I want to know if they, uh, if they disarmed the bomb before they removed it from his rectum. Uh, oh, man. This is, well, at least this guy's coming out of his shell, huh? Coming out of his shell. Hey! Okay, all right. Enough of the bad jokes. I apologize. <laughs> I can't help it. It's a bomb-ass story, bro. A substitute teacher that brought a karaoke machine to class was fired. This is from Texas. A high school substitute teacher was asked to leave early on Friday after he was recorded by the students singing with a karaoke machine. Well, this is what you get with substitute teachers. They're really not teachers. They're, they used to be in bands, and uh, they had to let go of the dream. And uh, <laughs> Another, but it put them in front of an audience and they're, they want to get a karaoke song on. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> Did you check the backpack for, for whiskey as well? I'm sure the substitute teacher had some whiskey on hand. Uh, an Austin Independent School District representative said that this teacher was asked to leave after the first period. That's pretty early to be singing karaoke. What's the first period? Like 8 a.m.? <laughs> Couldn't wait till the afternoon. It says that the teacher was was let go because the teacher, quote, wasn't following their best practices. Yeah, that's not the school's best practices. Unless the school's best practices involve someone singing, Hey, jealousy! Hey, jealousy! <laughs> or I get knocked down and I get up again. Or jump around! Jump up, jump up and get down! Jump, jump, jump! Everybody jump! One of the best karaoke songs in history. You sing that song? Oh, people get up. I'll serve your ass like John McEnroe if your girl steps up. I'm not going to say that bad word. Okay. Contrary to rumors, this organization says the teacher was a registered substitute and was placed on campus in order to cover a class. Uh, Turns out they received a tip about the teacher who has not been identified yet. Uh, It says the substitute teacher was later arrested. Now they're saying the teacher was not arrested. This get, get your facts straight, all right? I don't know who writes these stories. Um, apparently a student was the one who sent the video. Um, the teacher was singing the song Toxic by Britney Spears. This is what I needed to know. What was the song Toxic by Britney Spears? I'm going to guess it's a female substitute teacher. I mean, I'm not above singing Toxic. I give it a try. I've sang some Whitney Houston songs. Like, I have nothing if I don't have you. Don't make me close one more door. Uh, Here's a Whitney song that I hate to see at karaoke. I Will Always Love You. That song is, first of all, it's very depressing. And no one can ever do it well. It's too impossible. Why are you dumbasses even trying this song? Just stop it. I know why they're trying, because of booze. Man. These ladies trying to pull off I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Like, stop, stop. My goodness. Like, know your level, all right? Okay, so they did confirm the teacher brought a karaoke machine to the class. Uh, How did the teacher get it through 
security and into the classroom. Like I'm scrolling this article because there's a lot of stupid stuff in here that doesn't make sense. Uh, okay. No, nope, doesn't say anything about how the teacher got the karaoke machine into the into the classroom. How do you do that? I mean, these things aren't small. Last I checked, it's a karaoke machine. Now, look, I know you can. Uh, you they make them smaller now. You can actually use your phone and a speaker system. It doesn't even have to be a big speaker system. You can use a a small speaker system that probably can be fit in a backpack, and then you can use your phone as the screen. Uh, I've actually done such things before because I love karaoke. Uh, but I just love the idea of a teacher deciding, you know what? Psh, education today, that's going to take a backseat. A backseat to Britney, baby. I'm going to show these kids. They probably don't know any Britney songs because they're very young. Maybe there was an argument going on where the, you know, the kids were extolling the virtues of some you know, very young, modern female singer. And they're like, they're like, Billie Eilish is the greatest female vocalist of all time. And then the teacher was like, look at, no. All right. There's some singers before your time that really hold their ground. And I'm going to introduce you to some of them. And, and then it was on. You know, I'd imagine she sang a Whitney song. She probably sang a Mariah song and then followed it up with a Britney song just to show the kids. Look at your teaching, right? A lot of times substitute teachers too, they don't have them do anything. They just sit at the front and, and they say, hey, guys, uh, I, I can't really teach you anything because I'm a substitute teacher. and I have no idea what you've been doing all year. If you want to just do some homework or study a little bit, why don't you just read your books? How about that? Some substitute teachers just put on a movie, right? Remember those? Those were the best ones. So this, this lady's like, I got nothing to teach you. So let, when you guys want to just talk about music, let me get to know you. What, what kind of, what do you like? And then someone's like, I like the greatest singer ever. And then she's like, who? And then they say, uh... Taylor Swift, and then the teacher's like, "This Taylor Swift is not the greatest singer ever. And like, yes, she is. Back and forth. Next thing you know, this teacher's got a karaoke machine on the desk. She's singing some... <laughs> she's singing a Pointer Sisters song. <laughs> oh, she's singing, Ain't nobody love me better. So, do you know who Donna Summer is? Is it Donna Summer or Summers? And the kids are like, of course we don't. We're 11 years old. Who the hell is Donna Summers? What are you talking about? And then this teacher's like, I'm going to show you who. All right, now I've really taken this story to <laughs> it's just a, a screwed up place. I apologize. It's not my best work, guys. But man, I, I mean, I could talk about karaoke all day. Really, I could. Uh, I need to watch the video. Apparently, there's a video. I need to see if she's any good. And then, uh, you know, maybe I'll upload my own karaoke video for you guys right on the Patreon. A sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja has been shot by the police. A man dressed like a ninja was shot by the French police after he attempted to attack two police officers with a sword in the city of Cherbourg. The incident escalated as two female police officers approached the man dressed as a ninja regarding a car theft. Uh, they wanted to know if he stole a car. Not ex not why he's dressed as a ninja. They're just like, hey, maybe this guy stole a car. Who looks like they might have stole a car? How about that guy dressed as a ninja? Hey, sir, why are you dressed as a ninja? And did you steal a car? <laughs> why am I dressed as a ninja, huh? That's a little racist, don't you think? You just assume because I'm dressed as a ninja that I stole a car? Hmm. Take this sword. <laughs> Uh, wow, the next sentence in this story is a little jarring. It says, 
He was neutralized with bullets. <laughs> they just really cut to the chase there. Skipped the whole part about his sword. Just went to the ninja was neutralized with bullets. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Here's some more information. There's a quote from, looks like the chief of police or something. While interviewing in a vehicle theft, two police officers were injured. Uh, I support the national police. All my support to the forces of order. The two police officers involved are in good condition. Okay, what happened, man? Tell me, what, what about the sword? My goodness. It doesn't say anything else. <laughs> it doesn't say... That he t- I mean, in the title it says he was wielding a sword, but then it doesn't talk about the sword in the story. Well, we can imagine. This is the second guy dressed as a ninja getting frisky story that I've covered in the past three months. Do you remember the guy that stormed a military base in California dressed as a ninja as well? And, um, they, and then he escaped. I don't even know if they caught him. Well, they, they got this guy. Uh, only because they neutralized him with bullets, which is such an understatement to say that you neutralized somebody with bullets. Neutralize him. You mean shoot him in the head? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can't have ninjas running around France. You know, you cannot have the ninjas running around with the swords. Just whipping out the swords. The other question I have is, are we sure this is a ninja or just a guy in a mask with a hoodie? Because that might look like a ninja if it's all black. There's no photo of him in the story here. Yeah, yeah. Man, you really tantalized me with this ninja title, and then I'm getting deep into the details, and there's just not enough, man. I just need more. I need more. I've always been fascinated by ninjas. I wanted to be a ninja when I was young. Never. You know, I realize you can only do such things at Halloween or strange sex parties. You can't really just walk around town <laughs> dressed as a ninja. The police will come up to you and ask you questions like, why Why are you uh, wielding a sword on the sidewalk? And do you know anything about a stolen dolphin, sir? Yay! I can't, I can't, I can't stand weird news. I can't, I can't, I can't stand weird news. I can't, I can't, I can't stand all the weird news. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy, you Sultan. Listen, guys, I know you like weird news. That's why you're here. You listened all the way to the outro. You get a cookie. Give yourself one. Stuff a cookie in your face right now. Go ahead. I'll wait. Go go to the cabinet and get a cookie, damn it. Did you get it? Did you get it? Now stuff it in your face. Stuff it in your face, you glutton. <laughs> Enjoy that cookie while I go through the outro. Where we give thanks and praise. We're going to give thanks and praise to someone named Sail. S-Y-E-L-E. Sail? Sail. I like to imagine it's pronounced Seal. Just a very good musical artist from a long time ago. I don't know if you remember Seal. Is it Sail or Seal? I have no idea. Um, I'll be sure to research this, though. Seal, Sail, join the Patreon. And I want to thank you, Sail! I'm going to put your name on the wall. You got to tell me where you're from. doesn't say any of these things. I got to get with it. But um, I'm always grateful for new patrons. Please enjoy the extra weird content that I've placed in there. There's a lot of it. Take you weeks to get through it all. I'm going to put some more stuff up today. Because I'm feeling it, guys. I'm just feeling weird. Oh, yeah. Jonesy is overly caffeinated. Jonesy also got a nice care package today by a loyal listener who I adore named Heather. Heather Chapasco. Heather and I email all the time. She's always sending me stuff. She's super cool. 
She gets me, man. She gets me. Uh, well, she sent me, first of all, she sent me very timely package, by the way, Heather. The Ethiopian coffee that arrived was uh, just really hit it. I mean, I just ran out. So this was perfect timing. There's also some treats in there. Some treats. I haven't been able to go through all the treats exactly. Uh, I can't really read the packages on most of them. It's in some f- uh, foreign language. Uh, but we'll, we'll figure out what all this stuff is. It looks delicious. And she left me a nice holiday card as well, which is really, it's really made me happy. Um, so I want to thank Heather. Uh, I so appreciate that. If you guys want to mail me something, just reach out. Just let me know. You know, the holidays are here. Maybe you want to send me a little something. Maybe you want to send me some, uh, send me some infused vodka. Just let me know. I'm, I'm into it. I love booze. I love coffee. Uh, I love chemicals. I love, uh, I love treats. Oh, dark chocolate. Oh, big, big time. Big fan of dark chocolate. You know, I'm allergic to nuts, though. So ixnay on the utsnay, as they say. But I'm pretty into everything else. So hit me. Uh, if you also want to join the Patreon like Sail, you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. All the cool kids are doing it. Why don't you? Or you can download the uh, Patreon app on your device and just uh, look up Weird AF News on there. Or go to weirdafnews.com, the official website, and click on the Patreon banner. Or click on Buy Jonesy Some Coffee. You can do all those things if you want to support the show. And, and just know, even if you don't support the show, it's quite all right. I understand what's going on. Inflation is a thing. That means my dollars get me less coffee. Isn't that frustrating when your dollars get you less caffeine? Oh, man. Reason for someone to kill themselves. What happened? I killed himself. Why? Inflation. His dollars weren't buying him as much coffee as they used to. <laughs> he was struggling to get highly caffeinated. Help me get caffeinated, guys. All right, call the show if you want to, 646-450-2012. I'll publish a couple calls after this. You know I will. Okay, bye. Hey there, Jonesy. It's here's the uh, angry Florida man. Just out shopping around looking for some uh, slightly used Christmas trees. You know, maybe an artificial one that perhaps uh, a well-to-do family might have left on the side of the road. You know, still has the icicles on it and stuff. And, you know, maybe a little, uh, maybe maybe it's even pre-lit. Anyway, Jonesy, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get one of them trees, right? I mean, I'm going to put it up in my kitchen, you know, because this is a Central Florida-style uh, 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 Christmas tree and you put it up in your kitchen because hell that's where the TV is anyway right and um and, and what I do is I get myself my cousin left me some old uh Frederick of Hollywood and, and what you do is you cut out all the pictures of the girls in the, in the Christmas lingerie and, and, you, and you scotch tape some garbage twisters to the back of them and then you get you put them all over the tree and chances are the tree already has tinsel on it because it was used it was it was it was, it was, it was pre-used uh, anyway it's in my house now and um, I'm gonna top it off. I'm not sure what I'm gonna put for a topper. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe an old Wonder Woman doll or something. Hey, 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 Jonesy, time's time's a ticking. I gotta go. Jonesy, you rock and roller. Hey, it's me, Jim. Chris, just to let you know, I got your Dunkin' Donut cart from me and Maria. So uh, Maria wanted you to know that she's gonna be her birthday's coming up in the end of December. Sing the alligator song to her. She would really appreciate that, and she's a loyal listener. She's the one that told me about your podcast. If she didn't say anything, I would have never known. And uh, she's a nice lady. So uh, you have loyal good friends, good fans that enjoy your show. Keep up the work and uh, buy yourself a donut going to sit there and watch the Buffalo Bill game 
And New England Patriots tonight should be a good game. New England's playing really good. Wouldn't that be something they get to play Tampa again? Oh, that would be, I'd be rooting for New England. I don't really like Tom Brady in Tampa. All right. Speak to you later, brother. Love you. Have a good one. Be careful out there in Cali. Take care. Bye-bye. And don't put this on the board. Thank you. Now there, Gumby, you said on yesterday's podcast that there was a bunch of people that was stuck in an Ikea store overnight in because of a snow, a snow emergency. They were stuck overnight in there because of like uh, 12 inches of snow. And you said, uh, ideally, if you you were stuck in a snowstorm in any kind of business, where would you want to be stuck? Well, I tell you, I would like to be stuck with my lottery winnings inside of the Bunny Ranch in uh, in Nevada. That's right. I'd like to be stuck with my millions and millions of dollars overnight in the Bunny Ranch. And that just sounds like the perfect place to be stuck to me, if I had to tell you. Uh, yeah, okay, that'd be my vote. Thank you very much. Hey, Jonesy, it's Sin. Uh, I'm just calling in to let you know that I think the Good Luck With Your Life Man song was great. I thought it was hilarious. And it actually gave me an idea that I thought I'd pass on to you. And who knows, maybe some of the other weirdos in the weirdo community are musical artists or know how to do stuff like this. But you should take the alligators everywhere. Like, you should take the original MP3 and you should, like, make a remix of it. I don't know, I just think that'd be kind of funny. Alright. Anyway... Uh, that's, that's all. Bye. Hey there, Michael calling from Iowa City. And you did a story yesterday about a doctor in Austria who amputated a man's leg, but it was the wrong leg. And uh, that's a horrific thing to have happen because he ultimately had to have the other leg amputated as well because of the disease state to his bad leg. But in a court case, she was fined 2700 and you weren't sure of the dollar or currency amount, so you called it Austrian dollars. Well, they used the euro in Austria. So uh, the wife, because the man had passed away before the court case, was awarded 5,000 um, euros. And it's just a pitiful amount of money because the doctor's fine amounted to 3053 American dollars. And the settlement amount that the wife got was only 6,555 American dollars. And that is just a, a terrible settlement for her husband's loss of both legs from this uh, malpractice incident and clearly he would have had a terrible situation after having both legs amputated one needlessly for the amount of pain and suffering and then recovery he had afterwards until the time that he died and 6500 bucks is a pittance but i'm sure probably in that country they have a limit to the amount of um, medical malpractice settlement but anyway here in America, I can, you know, attest that uh, from 30 years of working in the hospital as I did, that that's probably something that wouldn't happen because they 
they put an X on the appendage. I had a foot surgery um, before the surgery, and it's witnessed by the patient. You you put the X on the leg yourself as the doctor is in your presence, and there's a timeout that's held in the operating room before the surgery starts, and every person, nurse, and anesthetist, and the doctor takes a timeout and verifies the patient's name, hospital number, uh, medical record number, date of birth, and uh, they talk about the leg that, or the appendage that's to be operated on, and, you know, everyone can clearly see the X, but it's also read from the medical records, you know, the left or right, right side of the body. So, uh, it's a terrible situation, and, um, you know, uh, I feel for the wife and just a bad situation. Anyway, um, thanks for reading the story. We always enjoy the weird ones.